over complete listing. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Ward White. Hey, how we doing? Welcome to the program. This is game time on a Thursday afternoon. Well, this has been a fast and furious week, to say the least, man. But uh, we're glad you're with us. Am I noticing some clouds again this afternoon? (laughs) Where do we live? Is this Seattle or is this Texas? Texas in, in mid to late July. And we've, it seems like it rains all the time. My goal today, Ward White, is to get home and, and, and see if I can't get the yard work done. There you go. That's my goal, but it looks like there's... You're hoping for rain, in other words. <laughs> it wouldn't bother me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for, you know, once you finally get to it and you finally make yourself do it, after all this rain, man, uh, it's, it's not an easy mow. It's, it's, you know, it's more like let's shred it and then go back and mow it. But uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get that knocked out. Hope everybody's having a good day. We've got uh, a lot of things going on for you here on a third. This is normally we sit around and stare at each other and go, okay, what's this, what we got to come up with some subjects. We got to figure out some things. We've got to do some stuff here, but man, not, not, not the last week or so with, uh, Big 12 media days going on. And then uh, all of the stuff that is at Cowboy Camp starting today, really in earnest. Uh, and and then uh, everything that's going on within the uh, those SEC media days. How about Texas and Oklahoma still in the spotlight <laughs> during the SEC media days? Leave it to the Horns and the Sooners, right? Yeah, no. that's that's real interesting to see how that's all going to play out. And it and it's, uh, it's not getting any quieter by any stretch of the imagination. Nope. And uh, in fact, it's uh, it's going just the other direction. Now, it, it, it still, I was thinking about this last night. How quickly once once it got out there, how quickly did that thing take off? I mean, it was like wildfire. It was all over the place. It was on every website, Twitter. I mean, it. I mean, it was on all the social media sites. It was. It was it was on fire, and then you know, listening yesterday, we had Brian uh, from the uh, Austin American Statesman, Brian Davidson from the Austin American Statesman, on. He said that they had caught wind of it last week, and then when you go back and look at some of the articles, Texas apparently has been working on this for some time. Mm. So uh, it, it it wasn't just hey, let's do a little exploring here uh, here lately. It sounds like it's been going on for a little while, so. You don't know. I mean, you just don't know. And, and I know, Ward, you go. You can go back 15 years, almost uh, at least 15 years, maybe even longer than that, when we were talking about uh, when there was conversations about those power conferences, those those four conferences of 16, and they were going to divide them up into groups of eight. And, you know, uh, that, that was going on and, and that, you know, it was going to be, the haves were going to be the field of 64 and the have-nots are going to be everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that conversation has been going on for a long time. And and I know that it gets momentum, then it kind of dies down. And it's all based off of these TV contracts. It is. so uh, It's a money deal. Oh, sure it is. Uh, sure it is. So I, I'm just trying to find the benefits for Texas when it comes to joining the, the SEC. 
Are they? You said it yesterday. They're not the big boy on the block anymore. If that happens, no, they're not. Is the SEC going to let them have their their television network? I don't think so. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know if that will continue or not. Um, Boy, that I it'd mean, be, it'd be real surprising that they would have it. And in that league, you're going to say, okay, one out of sixteen can have their own little their nas- a national television network. I don't think so. Maybe. But, I, I mean, I can't imagine I, because the SEC network is so powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you watch the SEC network, and it's like watching ESPN because there's so many ESPN employees that have made the move over to the SEC network. And, and when you watch their content, it's as good as, as, as the uh, as oh, yeah, ESPN. It's, it's a good channel. I, it, I, don't, I don't know that either they'll have it and other teams will get one of those or they'll say, you can't, you can't do that anymore. Wouldn't Texas, as, as powerful as the Longhorns are and as powerful as Oklahoma is, wouldn't they just be one of 16 if you join the SEC? I mean, there's somebody called Alabama on the football side. and I mean, yeah, yeah that, I mean, there's some – I don't know. I mean, the brand for the Longhorns is so big. I mean, that's the reason why they have the Longhorn Network. I mean, their brand is huge. So Sure it is. Um but I I don't think that they'll be I don't think they'll be the the big guy on the block. I mean I think they'll be no. even with some some others on the block. I mean you got LSU, you got Alabama, you got Georgia. I mean it, they're not going to be bullying them around. There's no mistake about it. So um, it'll be real interesting to to see how that all plays out. And, and maybe that's maybe that's what they want can't imagine it, but obviously they do, or they wouldn't be inquiring about it. Our CNC, uh, C, uh, CNC Collision Center text slide, easy for me to say, is 254-662-1660. Texas isn't getting into the playoffs as part of the Big 12. Don't understand that statement. Well, there's two teams in the Big 12 that will get into the playoffs right now. Texas is one of them. Yes, they are. I mean, their brand is big enough. Their following is big enough that they'll get in. If if they're good enough, Absolutely, and they sp- would get into the – college football playoffs oklahoma would get into the college football playoffs we've seen that before even in the format that we're under right now with four teams yes texas both both of them absolutely nobody else will yeah you expand to 12 and they're certainly in that in that mix then uh, the text goes on to say maybe texas is selling the longhorn network to the to the sec network texas doesn't own the network ESPN owns the network. Mm-hmm. ESPN writes a humongous check to Texas to broadcast those events. Right. That's how that works. And it's like one, maybe two football games a year. And it's it's a handful of basketball games and a bunch of baseball and softball games. Mm-hmm. That's what the network is made up of right now. Right. Uh, because And all the replays. And all the replays. But because so many games are on, on the other platforms, such as Fox... And mm-hmm. such as ESPN and ESPNU and ESPN two, there's only a there's only a game or two that fall to LHN for football, mm-hmm. and only a handful of games in basketball that fall to LHN. So women's basketball does, and then baseball, all, all the home baseball and home softball games are on LHN. Mm-hmm. That's their content, and then there's a lot of um, you know coaches shows and things of that nature. Right. So. I don't know. I, I I don't think it's a huge moneymaker for ESPN. Not like they had anticipated, but, you know. And remember, if you'll remember that network, in the very beginning of that network, they struggled to get clearance on some of these cable outlets. I mean, 
th- they were only on in a handful of uh, houses in, in Austin, for mm-hmm. Pete's sake, because they didn't have deals done with all the, the cable providers and things of that nature. I'll tell you this, full disclosure, the product that I use for live television, I don't get the network. Right. I don't. So, and there's a lot, and that's part of the problem with some of these regional networks is unless they've got deals done with all these cable providers, they're not, you know, you're not getting clearance and you're not getting into the tele, in, into the market, into the homes. So you're not getting eyeballs on the television. Right. So I would imagine that would dissolve if they go to the SEC. And, and remember, if they're going to the SEC, it, 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 it's probably later than sooner. And it may be after all the television deals are done. And what is that? 2024? 2025. So, you know, we'll see. That's a conversation piece for today. That's for sure. On the program today, we're going to talk with Ricky Thompson. Uh, and we're going to get into a little bit of this with Ricky. I also want to talk to him about, you know, a name, image, and likeness. Uh, it, 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 he, here's a guy that, that's played at all the levels. Played high school football in Gatesville, played college football at Baylor, and played professional football with Washington. We'll talk to Ricky today. Uh, Jeff Howe from uh, Horns uh, 247 Sports is going to join us, and he's also on the Horn 104.9 FM uh, every weekday, 10 to noon. Uh, and we're going to get his perspective on what is going on as he is, you know, deep in the heart of Texas down in Austin. So we'll, we'll talk to him. Remember old buddy Stephen Simcox lit, worked here a long time ago? You remember Stephen? Mm-hmm. Vaguely. Vaguely, yeah. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen, Stephen still does some sports stuff on the, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and we're going to, and he, isn't he, isn't he doing a podcast that, yes. uh, is to, uh, TCU. For TCU. Locked on Frogs. Locked on Frogs, yep. So we'll, uh, we'll talk to Stephen today and get his perspective on this around 5.15. So we'll also talk about some Cowboys, uh, what's going on there. And the Rangers, they lose again today. How many did they score? Five? I think they got beat seven to five. Mm-hmm. So they score five, but they get beat. Yes. Ninth in a row. And they have not won since... The All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, they have not won a game after the break. So, mm-hmm. uh, And they're in the midst of, what, a 10-game road trip to start this second half? Mm-hmm. And they go to Houston tomorrow. Yeah, good luck with all that. So we'll, we'll talk about the Rangers coming up on the program as well. So we got a lot of stuff going on. And again, we'd love to hear from you here on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. Thanks to uh, Grumpy Old Fan for getting us started on the CNC Collision Center text line. And uh, you can uh, you can chime in as well at uh, 254-662-1660. Tom, Ward, Aaron, EP, the cast is all here. The gang's all here. And we're ready to go on a Thursday afternoon from ESPN Central Tech. We're brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. Yeah, and first, uh, apparently first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being 
the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. <laughs> but uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, I, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in-and-out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6 and Saturday 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas for a Thursday afternoon. I, I, I keep For some reason, I thought it was Wednesday. I swear I did. Uh, Mike Gray from uh, the uh, Humane Society of Central Texas is here. Mike is the uh, canine behavioral specialist, so you can make any animal behave. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I wouldn't say make them behave, but I can, I can make them act a little bit better than they were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's, it's summertime. What do you guys got going on? Uh, we got a we got a event coming up on Saturday uh, from nine to eleven. We'll be at PetSmart, uh, which is on Franklin. Um, we're gonna have some dogs out there. Try to get them adopted. Um, and then you know, right now we're really looking for some volunteers to come in and, and help um, at the shelter. You know, all the Baylor kids are are back home during summer, so we're uh, definitely looking for people to come in and help with the dogs. What, I, 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 what does the staff need? I mean, on an average day, how how much help do you need? And and, and how many animals are, are you housing right now? So right now we have uh, about 127 dogs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, so really we could use help with um, walking dogs, getting dogs out of the kennels. You know, we do play group every morning with the dogs. Uh, but then there's some of those dogs that 
uh, can't really do play group, right? So they're not friendly with all the dogs. Um, so we need people to come in and be able to walk those dogs. Um, we got a bunch of tents right now we need to have set up. Um, we got um, <clears throat> just a bunch of stuff in-house that needs to be done. So, you know, we have relatively small staff for the amount of dogs we're dealing with. So uh, really anything you can think of, you could, you could help out with. Mike, you, you said you guys are going to be over at PetSmart. Uh, so how many animals do you think you'll have over there for folks to take a look at? And if there's something they don't see, and maybe, I mean, maybe could they then run over to the, uh, to the shelter and, and see what's going on there? Absolutely. So we'll have about uh, probably six, seven dogs from the shelter will be on the trailer. Uh, then we're asking all the foster dogs to come to the event as well. So there'll be multiple foster dogs. Um, if you don't see something. Hang on. Foster dog. Yeah. Explain. So we have, uh, you know, fostering animals. So ah. I'm actually fostering two right now. I got a, a little. No, you're not. You're keeping them. I know you. No, one yeah, of you are. Yeah, I got no, yeah, you are. <laughs> I know how you operate. It's a little, uh, little Chihuahua named Wilbur. Uh, he's about five pounds. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I got a 11 year old um, Great Pyrenees named Coda who is about 100 pounds, and I'm fostering him too. Holy moly, 100 pounds! Big guy. Big guy. But he can, uh, but he likes a snack here and there, he doesn't does. he? He does. He's a big, big fan of the food. Um, but fostering is a really, really cool deal. It, it gets the dogs out of the shelter uh, into your home, and we still provide um, everything they would get at the shelter. We, we provide to you at your home. So dog food, crates, medical care, anything like that. And it's a really cool, cool deal. All right. So uh, you're going to have six or seven dogs. And what time are you going to be over at PetSmart? We'll be there from 9 to 11. And then, uh, of course, uh, you'll uh, be able to help them out. And you said some of the foster dogs will be there. Yes, sir. So that'll be so. Though, so how many actual dogs do you think you'll have for folks to come by and look at at PetSmart? I would say probably around eleven. We'll have there, but they're going to be handpicked by me, so you know they'll be good. Right, right. Um, and if you don't see something there that you like, you know, we do open at ten o'clock on Saturdays, so you can come out uh, to the shelter, and we have uh, Fat Boys Tacos going to be at the shelter on on Saturday as well. Oh, very nice. Um, so it'd be a fun little thing Saturday. All right, so that'll be coming up on uh, on Saturday from nine to eleven at PetSmart, and then uh, the rest of the day over at the shelter. So uh, you need you need to move some dogs. Quite yes, frankly. sir. Absolutely. Uh, and so, what do you? What is a normal number? Is there such a thing as a normal, normal number? number? Uh, so normally we like to stay under a hundred dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're that, doing a real good job there, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, right. We're, wow. we're swinging and missing on that one right now. But you know what? Uh, you know, it's just that time of year. Right. All these dogs are getting out. Um, so you know, the community stepped up and helped us. And so we just need to keep keep working on it. So when we're at under a hundred dogs, we got a little bit of breathing room. When we get over a hundred, that's when we start getting a little nervous and we want to get them out of there. So um, you know, the more people can come in and, and adopt and foster these dogs, would be wonderful all right so uh that is coming up this saturday at the humane society of central texas what is the uh, what is the address 2032 circle road waco texas all right mike i gotta know what do you think about the, all these rumors that are flying around about texas and oklahoma departing our league for that league next door i think i'll, I'll quote jimbo fisher and be careful what you wish for there you go. All right, Mike. Appreciate your time today, buddy. That is Mike from the uh, Humane Society of Central Texas. It is 18 after 4. When we come back, we get into the Cowboys. We do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. As we head into the overnight, lows will dip into the mid-70s with partly cloudy skies expected. Any lingering rain chances we see today will diminish after 8 o'clock tonight. Friday is shaping up to be another warm and humid one with highs reaching 94 degrees and partly cloudy skies. Saturday will consist of partly sunny skies and a high of 95. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Morris Show. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. It's the good guys can win big. Mm-hmm. It really is. They are good guys. Now, they are nasty on the floor, <laughs> but they are good guys. They're good people. They, they, in the culture, you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate. And so that's all cultural, but it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The USA is 2-0 in the Olympic Games opening round of softball, beating Canada 1-0 last night. The games continue today with rowing and archery getting underway, along with softball and soccer continuing. Dallas Cowboys will open training camp under stricter COVID-19 protocols because they did not reach the 85% vaccine threshold. But owner and general manager Jerry Jones said he does not believe it will impact the players' preparedness for the regular season. Astros lost to the Indians 5-4 last night and have the day off before they start a series at home with the Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their ninth in a row as the Tigers beat them in an afternoon game today, 7-5. Rangers start a three-game series with the Astros tomorrow night. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 423. We're 23 minutes after four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and, and Ward and Aaron and EP, we're glad you're with us here on this Thursday afternoon. Ward, the uh, Cowboys opened camp today. Yesterday was the State of the uh, state of the Cowboy address. And then uh, with uh, Stephen and Jerry Jones and, and, uh, and Mike McCarthy, <laughs> the one thing I will tell you this that kind of cracked me up watching it and, and, and listening to it was uh, – Stephen referring to his father as Jerry. I guess in the business world, he uh, he he's not dad. He's Jerry. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I, it just for me, it was just kind of funny to to hear a guy call his dad by his first name. But you said that you call your dad Coach. Still do to this day, which is pretty cool. Uh, I mean, because it it does that is the ultimate uh, pay of respect. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Did you ever coach with your dad? No, I didn't have that opportunity. Did he ever coach you? Yes, he was my coach in high school. Was he really? Yeah. Was he harder on you than normal? Um, nah, he was he was fair to everybody. Was he? Yeah. Because there's some guys that just have a little higher expectation of their kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, be the leader, mm. all that stuff. No, it, that 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 never came. I mean, it. it you know, he, he had high expectations and it expected me to do things the right way, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was never, you got to be better because you're my kid or anything like that. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, uh, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, and Mike McCarthy meet, meeting with the media. One of the things that I, I, uh, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, we're going we're gonna to play you the audio of Jerry Jones uh, talking about Jimmy Johnson. You know, Jimmy Johnson's going into the National Football League Hall of Fame, and uh, Jerry was asked whether Jimmy would be going to the Ring of Honor, and, and, and Jerry's basic answer was, not now, because we don't want that to distract at all from Jimmy going into the the Hall of Fame. And he, he talked about the quality of coach of Jimmy. I mean, he was very complimentary. Jimmy basically said, hey, he screwed it up. And, and, and there were some things that he, when he referenced Barry Switzer that uh, – the language in the press conference, well, let me just say I had to go in and edit the uh, the press conference, so it may be a little disjointed when you're listening to it, but I wanted you to hear this. And so all of that comes to my mind when I think of those times. We actually were together here four and a half years. Now, I'd known him for 10 or 15 years before that or 20 years before that and uh, thought the world of him or he wouldn't have been the coach of the Cowboys. And so when I look back at the time that we got to enjoy and what happened to us during that time, uh, I uh, uh, go back to uh, uh, what Barry Switzer said. Barry Switzer came in the uh, the office, and uh, Jimmy had just left. And so Barry came down from Norman, Oklahoma, to talk about getting the job. And he comes in, and he said, where's Jimmy? Now, Barry had coached us both. He said, where's Jimmy? And I said, Jimmy's gone. He said, well, that's not right. Get him. Get him in here. I said, where's Jimmy? I said, Barry, Jimmy's gone. We're sitting here talking about you being the coach. I said, what in the world are you so anxious to talk to Jimmy about? I'm a sweater. <laughs> I don't know what. Can you think about how, how you could do that now? I mean, 
Well, I just think of those great times. And Jimmy's great coach, great coach, and uh, uh, ridiculous uh, that uh, uh, my role here was my job to keep it together. It was my job. It should have deference, should have had deference to something that was working good. So those are the things that come to my mind. We had a great run of it. Uh, he's a great coach, and I'm uh, proud to have him as a friend and proud to have had the times that we had. We, we, uh, we just had a great experience. How about the emotion mm-hmm. when he talks about Jimmy Johnson? Yep. He knows he screwed up. Yeah, and and it's more than just that to me. I mean, there. I mean, because at times over the course of the last twenty years or whatever it's been, you know, I, I I sometimes got the feeling that they couldn't stand each other. That when 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 it was done, it was done. But I mean, when you listen to Jerry talk now, they're friends, and he speaks with uh, great emotion when he when he refers to to Coach Johnson. To, well, I think a couple of years ago they they kind of had a, a come together meeting where and everything was kind of washed out uh and, and look i but there for a while i don't think either one of them would have said that they were friends right for a little while uh it, especially right after that happened and even for a few years after that happened but i mean look if, if you're sitting there and you're jerry jones when's the last time you won a super bowl yeah when uh, when Jimmy Johnson was uh, well, no, when Barry Switcher, Barry Switcher was, uh, but it was Jimmy's team. It was, but you know what? If they'd have lost it, you'd have blamed Barry. So if you're gonna, if when they win it, you better give him some credit. I, I'm I a, I'm a believer in in whoever's on that sideline was the head coach. So uh, because I guarantee you, if they'd have got beat, everybody would have said, well, if, if Jimmy was there, they wouldn't have got beat. So J- you know what? Barry really was in a no win situation. He was. Uh, I mean, he was. Because he's a heck of a football coach. Make no mistake about it. No, he is. We won way too many football games in Norman, Oklahoma, not to be. There's no doubt. Uh, a tremendous but football it, coach. He he did get the, handed the keys to the kingdom. No no question. But you know what? A lot of guys get handed the keys and screw it up. And he didn't. He was smart enough. He screwed enough. it up one year. He was smart enough to get out of the way of those coordinators. And let them design plans, yep. and let them go. You know, let them go about their business. Right. Uh, you know. So anyway, they win a championship. But I, I, I get your point. That team was assembled by Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. and his guys. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, he went on to say uh, that, and, and, and I believe this. I, I don't know that he always knows how to get there, but I believe that he truly truly would do anything to win a championship. We're referring to Jerry Uh, Jones. uh, The facts are that uh, uh, I would right now, if I could, and I knew had a good chance to do it, I'd do anything known to man to get in a Super Bowl. That's a fact. And uh, uh, there's, uh, uh, there's nothing in my mind, that can uh, uh, have a higher priority than that. And I believe that. I wholeheartedly believe that. I'm not sure he always knows exactly what the correct path is. Mm Mm-hmm. But I've never... When players receive... receive I've never never questioned his... uh, his desire to win. I mean, he's no. He wants to win. There is no question. He wants to win them. So, there you go. All right. Uh, some uh, some thoughts from some some thoughts from Jerry Jones on uh, 
on the Cowboys. And we'll get to Mike McCarthy a little later on in the program. It is 429 right now, 29 after four. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to get to uh, a conversation. We're going to visit with Ricky Thompson from the Baylor Radio Network. We'll do that here for you in just a couple of minutes. But uh, right now, we are going to talk about our good friends over at Shorty's Pizza Shack. Ward, have you ever you just hung out at Shorty's before? Just went over there and just hang out and just yeah, it's a great place. It, it is so much fun, and the food is so outstanding. You uh, you got to check out Shorty's Pizza Shack. You know, it, it's a pretty simple equation. The dough's made fresh daily. The marinara is homemade. The ingredients such as burger and sausage, those toppings, well, they're made in house with no filler, no additives, and no artificial flavoring. And, and it just makes for an outstanding, fresh, homemade pizza, New York-style pie. Uh, you can order it by the slice. You can order the 14-inch or the 18-inch pie. And I'm going to tell you something. We, we the other day ordered an 18-inch pizza. And we, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm, we're going to the bottom. So we, we, uh, Stephen Simcox and I struggled to get to the end of, uh, end of that deal, but we did, we were able to, to get it done. But man, I guarantee you a 14 inch pizza would certainly do the trick. And again, you can buy it by the slice there. They've got pie, uh, pizza pie. They've got uh, salads. They've got wings. Their wings are outstanding. And uh, everybody recommends the sickum sauce. I haven't done the wings yet because every time I go, I want pizza and, and, and so that's that's the deal there and of course they got all your favorite drinks too you can uh shorties is proud to serve locally brewed craft beers and in, uh, in the can or uh on uh on drought by the uh, pint or or uh, draft <laughs> by the pint or by the picture so you can grab a cohen enjoy the televisions that are there and enjoy some pizza and really make a night of it it's shorty's pizza shack they're at 12th and bagby here's the phone number 254-235-2646 maybe you want to call in an order pick it up to go or if you would just want to have it ready when you get there 254-235-2646 check them out online too it's shorty's pizza shack.com a high fly, deep right center field. Taylor turning to look. It's gone. Texas Rangers baseball on ESPN Central Texas. Here's a swing and there's a drive the opposite way to deep left. Kemp is going back. He looks and that ball is history. Follow the Texas Rangers all season long on your home for Texas Rangers baseball, ESPN Central Texas. How about a game of catch at the Rangers new ballpark? It's on, because for a limited time, Catch on the Field is part of the Globe Life Field Premium Tour. So grab a friend, a family member, and go behind the scenes of the Rangers' home. Take in the views, marvel at the art, the roof, and the Rangers' history literally written on the walls. And then, play catch on a major league field. Book your tour today at texasrangers.com tours. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. USA is 2-0 in the Olympic Games opening round of softball, beating Canada 1-0 last night. The games continue today with rowing and archery getting underway, along with softball and soccer continuing. Dallas Cowboys will open training camp under stricter COVID-19 protocols because they did not reach the 85% vaccine threshold. But owner and general manager Jerry Jones said he does not believe it will impact the players' preparedness for the regular season. Astros lost to the Indians 5-4 last night and have the day off before they start a series at home with the Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their ninth in a row as the Tigers beat them in an afternoon game today, 7-5. Rangers start a three-game series with the Astros tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 437, 23 now away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, our four o'clock hour. A service of Good Feet. See what Good Feet can do for you with a, a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. All right, uh, let's welcome into the program from the Baylor Radio Network, Ricky Thompson. Ricky, good afternoon. What's going on, man? Hey, Tom. Well, <laughs> you tell me. It sounds like a lot's going on, doesn't it? You know what? <laughs> I, I honestly believe, and, and, and we've said this before, the the face of college athletics is changing, and particularly football. And and uh, I mean, from from NIL to to what's going on with the league, and it, it, football's changing. College football is changing. College athletics is changing. And for me, sometimes I'm not sure it's it's for the best. But you know, every, uh, every everybody's got their own opinion, I guess. Well, I agree. And before we've heard the Texas Oklahoma issue with the Big Twelve, this NIL. I think was, in my view, a problem uh, going forward. I don't know how you make that a fair situation for these athletes. I do think there needs to be some sort of compensation for these kids that fight for these schools and basically put their bodies on the line for them. But to me, it should be some time sort of systematic policy that's established by the NCAA, and that's another thing. I, I don't know at this point, what the NCAA establishes. But 
if it was even throughout where each athlete got the same amount, then I think that would cure this problem. But as it is now, you've got a quarterback for Alabama that apparently has a million dollars in endorsements out there that's never played it down. And I'll take uh, it one further for you, Rick. Uh, I saw this today, and I, I knew we were going to talk to you, and I'm thinking, okay, Ricky Thompson in high school making a million dollars. There's going to be a basketball player uh, out of San Diego that if everything goes right, I mean, he may make up to a million dollars as a 17-year-old. I read that, and that's crazy. I mean, <laughs> good for him. I, I, obviously, if I were him, I wouldn't turn it down. Nope. I'd take the money. But I think even more so when it gets to college and the inequities that you already have with the major state universities and the monies they have available, the alumni out there that have the ability to pay these kids to – make appearances and do endorsements or to do radio interviews. Uh, I think I read something even that A&M's paying three kids $10,000 this year to do radio interviews with Aggies.com or something like that. And it just gets really unfair, I think, for some of the smaller universities when you can start doing those things for kids. And we've talked about recruiting problems. Man, I... (laughs) This opens a whole new window for that. Yeah, we, and I was just curious your thoughts of the uh, amateur athlete status. I mean, if, if a guy is, is sitting over there playing quarterback at Alabama and making a million bucks to uh, because of his name, image, and likeness, is he still an amateur in your opinion? No, <laughs> he's not. Uh, I know the school is not the one paying him, and right. certainly that would be a completely different issue if they were, but uh, now, in my view, they're really not amateurs, but I, when you look at both sides, are you going to tell that kid not to take it? Heck no. I, I, if it's the rule and it's allowable by rule and the courts have decided that it is, and I'm that kid, you, you've got to take the money. But it just creates a whole new bucket of problems that are going to go along with that, I'm afraid. Ricky, when you were playing at Baylor and then uh, on with a, a, a heck of a nice career with, with Washington. Did you ever think that the dollars would be as big as they are today? Uh, oh, good grief. No. It, it's, it's crazy just to think of even uh, particularly the NFL contracts that we're talking about now. These guys, you know, if you can play four or five years, you probably never have to work again if you manage money at all. But, uh, even now we get to college and the television contracts with these universities, like the SEC got $45 million last year, I think it was. Big 12 schools got $32 million, and those numbers are going way up. They're talking about with this new deal with the SEC with Texas and Alabama, I mean Texas and Oklahoma, they're talking about that number going to $60 million a year. That's just incredible. And that's for, what, 16 schools if, they make, if Texas and Oklahoma make that move? So 16 times 60 million, that's a lot of money, Tom. What was your first impression when you heard that yesterday? Uh, you know, because when it, when it got out, it got out in a hurry and it spread like wildfire. Well, I was surprised. I just thought maybe for once we're getting past COVID to, to a point where maybe we can fill the stadiums. It looked like the Big 12 was ready to go. That had the media days and that was all positive and I – we were excited about getting the season started. Baylor practice August 6th. So I think, I guess it's always something, isn't it? Seems like the start of the season. But 
I was surprised to hear it. I, I thought it would be an issue when these TV contracts expired in 2024. I didn't know that anybody would move, but I definitely thought there would be some posturing for financial reasons, but didn't expect it now for sure. Ricky, it's football that always moves the needle. Do you, I, I kind of look at Texas at where their program is at this point is kind of where A&M was when they entered the SEC and it just looks like they're going to have a lot of tough years ahead of them if they enter that conference. Well, I I think they are. I mean, just be realistic. The last 10 years, how many championships have they won football-wise in the Big 12? Uh, two less than Baylor. Uh, I, I think it will be an issue. But when you get to the monetary issue and that much money and a school like Texas with the ability and the draw and the name, that they have and not like they have a financial problem now <laughs> they're what the the most profitable school in the country athletically and this will just multiply that so uh it's taken a&m a number of years to get there i think you see with jimbo fisher now they're they're pretty good what they finished number five last year uh ranked very highly this year in the preseason polls but it's taken them a long time to get there and I'm not sure how quickly Texas get there. gets there. I don't know how much the money helps. They've already got all the money you need to do it. I think it comes down to players and coaches, and we'll see what Sarkeesian does this year and in years to come. But it sounds like he may be doing it in a different conference. Ricky, with the Texas and OU moving over to the SEC, if that does happen, the rest of the Big 12, do they abolish that and just splinter it out to different conferences? That's got to be the end of the Big 12, doesn't it? Well, I don't think anybody knows. Uh, who knows what happens? It'll be the end of the Big 12 if they don't add schools, with no question. It can't work with the remaining eight. Uh, I don't know who you add. I don't think uh, – I think we've talked in the past years about, let's go get Arizona, Arizona State. Well, I think that would have been great if you add those two schools and it goes to 14. But um, adding Arizona and Arizona State does not replace Texas and Oklahoma. So in that regard, yeah, yes, I think it's done unless you can add maybe four schools with draws across the country television contract-wise. You could go to 12, back to 12 schools instead of 10, or actually you'd be going from, what, 8 to 12 mm-hmm. if Texas and Oklahoma leave. But I don't think it works with 10, just adding two schools, because I don't know of anybody in the country that replaces Texas and Oklahoma. Then you then you're scrambling with with adding more non-conference games and it, it, I'm with you. I think the more you know whether it's fair or unfair, the 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 marquee programs in the league as of right now are Oklahoma and Texas, and they're the ones talking about departing the league. It doesn't look good, does it? No, it doesn't, and it's they are they're the really the face of the conference, and uh, as much as we like to beat those guys when we can. They're they're the face, and they, they've got the power to make this conference work or not work, and it's it's in their hands. So uh, to that degree, I guess we're all uh, sitting back and waiting and to see what they do because they're definitely in control and have the power to do so. And it, it would be nice to be in that position, which Baylor's not. I will say one thing. I am awfully glad we've got Mac Rhodes because I know that if – this thing falls apart that Mac will have us in the best position possible 
to be in some kind of power five arrangement. And I've got confidence that he will do that. Uh, I know Max out of town right now, but I promise you he's not on vacation anymore. He's working. Ricky, uh, we're going to do this once a week as we get a little closer to football season, but hopefully we'll be talking about X's and O's and wins and losses and, and not this kind of stuff. And I look forward to it. Yeah. Let's, let's, Talk about passing yards and a great defense or something. <laughs> that, that's a lot more fun. Absolutely, brother. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. That's Ricky Thompson. Played at Gatesville, played at Baylor, played with Washington, uh, and, uh, and now has for several years been the uh, one of the analysts for uh, – for Baylor football with all the broadcasts with uh, John and J.J. Joe. It is a 447. We're 13 now away from 5 o'clock. We're going to step aside. When we come back, it's the Ranger Roundup. That's next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fouts, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off the his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship so those were some tough guys 58 and 7 records nothing to scoff at and they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team listen to the voice of the bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m here on the home of the bears espn central texas since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Morrison Gifts Waco's gift store since 1979 has your gifts for all occasions and just because. They feature local Texan and American-made products like John Hart leather bags and accessories, grandmother's buttons, antique button jewelry, big old key rings, candles, and don't forget the bath and body, and their baby collection. They make custom gift baskets and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. That's Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. 
For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, time for the Ranger Roundup, by, uh, brought to you by Joe Kaleo and Kaleo Wealth Management. John Bartfield and, and Ward White's along with Aaron and EP. And, uh, Ward, do you know who Curtis Terry is? No. Curtis Terry is down on the farm. Get used to that name because Curtis Terry is going to be joining the Rangers sooner than later. Uh, Curtis Terry could be moving up from AAA Round Rock to the Rangers roster very, very soon. Minor leaguers are coming to Texas. The uh, Rangers are done. I mean, they're done. I, I, it sounds like that it is time to start making these moves. President of Baseball Operations John Daniels said Wednesday that a, a few could few day uh, a few could be days away while. Uh, others happen after the uh, June 30th trade deadline, and that will dictate when others do arrive. So uh, they are going to start making some moves. They lost last night uh, and uh, the, uh, to, uh, to Detroit 4-2, to two, and then they lose this afternoon in the uh, get-out-of-town game to the Tigers by a final of 7-5. to five. They've lost nine in a row, and they have not won since coming back from the All-Star break. You want to hear some worse stats? Lay them on me. Let's go. Nine-game losing streak. Yep. Second longest of the season. Yep. In the last 32 road games, they're 5-29. and 29. Oh, my goodness. They've gone 78 straight innings without a lead. And they've been outscored since the All-Star break 54-10. to 10. I know they're a bad baseball team. We, That's we, awful. We've documented that. But come on now. Some of that, it, 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 that's... How that's does, ridiculous. It is. It's beyond. These are still professional baseball players. Give mm-hmm. me a break. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's awful. You know, so, <laughs> you know... It's time to go get some of those guys on the farm and just let, let them, them play. Let them have it. Let them, let them have play. it. Absolutely. Tell them, hey, look... This is all about experience. Mm-hmm. Just go play. Get some play. ABs. Just go play. That's right. Get 100 at-bats or more. Uh, and, and let's do it. I mean, I think these guys. I'd you, rather go watch that. Yeah, me too. That's your hope. That's your future. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you know what you got now. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of bad baseball. Yeah, dumpster fires all so, you have. Dump it and move on. I, I, I'm with you on that. It just 78 innings without a lead. Mm-hmm. You almost got to try to do that. <laughs> I mean, really. All right, there you go. All right, that is our Ranger roundup. They'll uh, when they play again tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow night they get the, the Astros, Astros for a three-game set in Minute Maid. It's starting at six thirty right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're so excited about that, it's, uh, huh? This is where they turned around. Yeah. The, well, you know, they really have played okay against the Astros. It's everybody else uh, in baseball that's been. Uh, 
It hasn't been a whole lot of fun. All right, uh, so there you go. That is your uh, Ranger Roundup. It is uh, 4.54, 6 away from 5, and we're going to take a minute. We're going to talk about our friends over at Good Feet in the Central Texas marketplace. And You know, we, we've told you this before, but there's a lot of people that they'll sell you a, a sole, an insert for your shoe and say, you know, hey, this is going to make you feel better and all that. That's not what, what happens at Good Feet. What happens at Good Feet is, well, it's a total body wellness program. They've got three different three different insoles. They've got a strengthener, they've got a maintainer, and they've got a relaxer, and they all do very different things. The strengthener is is what's is just that. It's gonna strengthen your uh, your 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 arch and uh, it's it's going to help relieve pain like in your knees and in your back and in your shoulders and obviously in your feet and uh, and it's going to kind of correct if you have any issues in how you walk it's going to help correct those your maintainer well that's what you wear around and I've got those in right now you wear the maintainers during the day and maybe you're going to go play golf or or whatever the case may be you wear your maintainers and then when you're uh, when you're lounging about at home and maybe you got the house shoes on, then that's where you use the, the relaxers. It, it, they've got 350, count them, 350 different sizes, 25 different styles, something for everyone. And here's the cool deal. You're going, well, I don't know if I need this or not. Well, go buy there. It's The consultation is absolutely free. Uh, the staff would love to see you and uh, over at Good Feet, and they'll take good care of you. And, again, the... Uh, the uh, the consultation is absolutely absolutely free and they have a lifetime warranty on uh, on their products as well they're open 7 days a week they're open monday through saturday from 10 to 6 and sunday from noon until 5 they're in the uh, central texas marketplace near cabela's go by and check them out today we're talking about our good friends at good feet John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 football previews. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Roman, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering. And Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. 
Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. You know, if you look up footwear from the past, there are just some shoes that are not so great for your feet. Ooh, these wooden shoes are killing me. Oh, now a beaver's eating them? Shoe beaver! What a mess. Huh. Luckily, Skechers has made footwear history by designing astonishingly comfortable footwear that are good for your feet. Let's start with fit. Skechers are the fit specialists that have the perfect fit for virtually any foot shape. Skechers has wide fit, relaxed fit, stretch fit, and arch fit with podiatrist certified arch support. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists using over 20 years of data to make arch fit. And feet worldwide are benefiting from the comfort and support. Plus, Skechers, the comfort technology company, have innovations like air-cooled memory foam, durable Goodyear rubber and hyperburst cushioning. These promote comfort and offer incredible protection from the impact of everyday walking and running. And Skechers doesn't just care about your feet, your budget is important too. Skechers are an incredible value, plus most are machine washable and many styles are vegan. Look, you only get two feet, so you better take care of them in Skechers. Skechers, a fit to be tried. Find your next pair at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. All right, just after 5 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron and EP, we're glad you're with us. Drive safely as you make your way home this afternoon. Our 5 o'clock hour is a service of VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All those openings started at least $17 an hour. And you can apply for those gigs at 7601 imperial drive and again uh drive safely as uh as you make your way but uh make your way home but we were talking about the rangers before the break and and, and we're kind of look I, I, where do you go what do you do i mean it, it, it you you called it a dumpster fire and it's every bit of i mean i, I don't know where you start this rebuild process and it, 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 it i almost get the impression that this was just a wasted year because did you not know what you had? And you said it's going to be a rebuild process, but well, they knew they didn't care. Is that what it was? Yeah, they they didn't care. They had the new stadium. People were going to come see the new stadium, no matter what. They were going to buy a ticket to go to the ballpark because it's brand new and nobody's seen it yet. And so, you know, what they had, they were going to save money. They weren't. They they flat out said, "We're not going to spend any money on this team this year. We're just not. We're going to roll with what we got." But they had to have thought that some of those guys were pieces to the equation. I don't equation, think they cared. And I don't know that they are. I don't huh. think they cared. I don't think they they absolutely didn't give a care in the world except for they knew they were going to sell tickets and they weren't going to spend any money on the baseball team because they, they, they filled with what they got. And uh, I don't know that they expected it to be 
this awful, but it is. And look, I, I've said it before. I'm not a, I, I don't think John Daniels is the right guy. And I don't think Chris Woodward is the right guy. I just don't. Well, they bring in Chris Young to be the GM, and you don't even hear his name. Mm-hmm. I mean, the article that I was that I was referring to was from our friend Jeff Wilson. And, and where do you go find Jeff Wilson at? Substack. Substack. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I get a newsletter from because I joined. I love what he does, mm-hmm. and I love what he did at the Four Star Telegram. Uh, so yeah, so we. Uh, we we get we get a, a, a an email or you know and and he's talking about where the Rangers go and one of the things he said is it's time uh, and, and John Daniels is the you know the president of baseball operations and so I'm just like does that mean you have two general managers you got a president of baseball operations and you have a GM can somebody define the the difference between those two gigs Yeah I don't I don't know it, it, look. John Daniels is the first guy that it goes through. And so uh, if if he has any inclination on rebuilding this thing, he's going to have to figure out which direction he wants to go with it. And first and foremost, does he believe that Chris Woodward is the right guy for the job? He's said it before, but that was before this huge slide came up again. And they've had – I mean, this season even – Think about this. Nine-game losing streak is not the longest losing streak they've had this season. That's embarrassing. And, and you make a point. It's hard to determine whether or not Chris Woodward is the guy because you know you have a bad team, but you almost feel like he's lost this team. They're not only bad, but they're they're. It's almost like they've given up. I mean, it's, you know, today maybe not so much seven to five, uh, but when you're getting beat fourteen to nothing, mm-hmm. which they've been beating on this road trip, fourteen to nothing. And you had three straight games where you don't score, and then the fourth game you score one run. Yeah, it's I mean, how much effort are you getting out of your bad baseball players? None, zero. It's it's. I, I again, I, I think that I think they could go a different direction with the manager mm-hmm. and and be better off. But I but they, I they may not be better off in the one loss record. No, uh, well, maybe because that's a bad team. Well, maybe not. But I I just don't think he's. For me, he's not the right guy. And look, I'm not in the locker room every day. I'm not on in the meetings every day. So that's just an outside feeling. Right. Somebody from the outside looking in. I wasn't a big fan when he got the job. You just wonder, you know, is he following the upstairs direction? I mean, is well, sure he is. Yeah. Absolutely, he is. Or they, I mean, yeah. he, he he's he's got to play with the cards that he's de- dealt. So I mean, so maybe before you determine whether or not he's the guy. You got to figure out them two dudes upstairs if they're the guys. Well, that I, I agree with that, but I, for me, maybe because I wasn't a fan to begin with when he got the job, I've always been a little bit jaded on him. But also, it goes back to what you just said. I mean, you go three games without scoring a run, come on, and you're getting hammered, and nobody seems to have any uh, urgency about them, right? that goes to the manager. How come we didn't read about one of the players having a closed-door meeting and just ripping these dudes from here to yonder? You didn't. You, you haven't seen that yet. No. I haven't read that because yet. Because there's not a Beltre there. There's not yeah. a Michael Young there. There's not a Elvis Andrews there. There's no, Those guys are gone. There's not a clubhouse vocal leader for this team. There's not a leader on this team. 
Right. And, and don't give me Joey Gallo's a leader because he's not. Well, it's clear that you know that he he's not a vocal leader. That's for sure. He's the face of your franchise, but he's not that guy. Today he is. Uh, it's five oh six, six minutes after five, as uh, we uh, continue here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas, and as uh, we. Uh, as we roll along with we'll him, welcome into the program, Jeff Howe from Horns 247 Sports and 1049 The Horn FM. And Jeff, how are you? Welcome to the program. We appreciate your time today. Tom, uh, hope, hope you all are well. I, I think a bad week to finish moving into a new house. <laughs> I, was, I was texting with Craig Way, and he was telling me you were moving to San Marcos. And I thought, what in the world? This is not a good deal for you. So you're probably scrambling, trying to work and, and get moved. Yeah, what's funny is yesterday, you know, the wife calls me when she's on her way home and uh, says, hey, are you doing XYZ to move us to Nome? It's a computer. Uh, you, you know, this stuff on Texas and Oklahoma is going to the SEC. It's not occupied my day. And she thought it was just some excuse to get out of moving. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. This is, this is all unfolded right now. This isn't me trying to get out of moving box. Oh, she wanted to know if everything was unpacked. And you're like, no, I'm working the story. Speaking of the story, Jeff, where did this come from? I mean, if, if, if it almost felt like yesterday that this thing kind of came out of left field. You know, I'll be honest, Tom. You hear rumor all the time. Uh, you hear whispers. You hear bits and pieces that might be kernels of truth here and there. But the timing of it and the fact that it's this far down the road, I think caught everybody in the Texas market off guard. I don't think anybody was prepared for it to be this advanced. Uh, nobody on or off the record, as far as we've heard, at Orange 24-7 on the Texas side has shot anything down. Uh, now, nobody's saying it's a done deal, but the fact that we haven't gotten a denial yet and everything that we've heard points to this thing being pretty far down the tracks, uh, yeah, it, it, it caught us all by surprise just the, the, the gravity of it yesterday that we're, we're way past word than innuendo. This is something that I think everybody needs to, to wrap their heads around as, as being a, a legitimate deal. And Jeff, I'm sorry, Jeff, that's what we talked about yesterday uh, extensively was you didn't hear, no, this is, come on, this is not happening. You heard no comment. And when you hear no comment, you're like, hello, red flag, uh, something's going on here. Yeah, and I think what's interesting, Tom, and, and I've said this about the, the, from the Texas aspect of it for a while now. You know, if you look at the last time we went through all of this, all those players that were involved in Texas, they're all gone now. Uh, you know, there's new, new chairman, chairman of the Board of Regents isn't there anymore. Bill Powers no longer the university president. The lost guy is no longer the athletic director. And I think when you look at just the state of the athletic department of Texas, and, and, and I point to the, the last two hires that this athletic department had to make on the men's side, hiring Steve Sarkeesian in football and Chris Beard in basketball, the fact that Kevin Elside, the chairman of the Board of Regents, Jay Harsel, the university president, and Chris Conte, the athletic director, the fact that those three have been in lockstep every step of the way on everything they've done to this point, uh, you go back to about a decade of the 2000s when president, athletic director, uh, and the Board of Regents were all on the same page. Uh, Texas was probably running the most successful athletic department in the country. And, and while it's not there yet until football and men's basketball get there, uh, I think with some of the spring sports, you saw the benefits from that. And, and, the, and I say all that to say this, um, 
I think with name, image, and likeness and everything that's come down the pike, I think you're, this is a direct result of those three guys looking at the situation, looking at where college athletics is going to be 12, 24 months, three years from now, and saying, okay, at Texas, what's the best spot you want to be in? And you know, uh, my colleague Chip Brown on the side, Chip's done a uh, really good job tracking some of this as well. You know, when Texas – when Texas went to the Big 12 to kind of get an idea of, hey, where are you at on renegotiating? Because Texas wanted to get out in front of renegotiating television rights. And I think we can take this as a direct sign of they didn't really like the early stages of those conversations. Uh, they've gotten Oklahoma involved, uh, and now here we are. So I think the fact that everybody in Texas is on the same page with where they what, what they want to do and what they want the future of this athletic department to be, as we've seen before, when everybody at that place is on the same page, uh, it's a really, really powerful freight train that's really tough to stop once they get the momentum. What does that do to the to the university's brand moving into the SEC? Because look, Jeff, they're not going to be the the top of the totem pole when they go into the sec i mean they're going to have alabama right there next to them they're going to have georgia right there next to them they're going to have lsu right there next to them does that change anything for the longhorns i don't think so Ward. I, as far as texas goes i think when you look at revenues and kind of that bottom line stuff that for better or for worse texas uh, you know concerns itself with and is at the top of college athletics but i don't think they're worried about the brand i, I think this is all about and let's just look at it from a football standpoint, because as we know, football drives everything with the media rights agreements and revenues and everything else. My opinion, just kind of connected some of the dots here, when you look at an expanding college football playoff, and if Texas and Oklahoma were to go to the were to go to the SEC, uh, I think you're looking at a situation where you don't need to be an unbeaten or a one-loss Big 12 champion to have a shot to get into this thing. I think the fact that you're going to play a competitive, the potential to play a competitive conference game every week uh, is going to be there. And I think, too, from a recruiting standpoint, you know, the, the one the one metro area in the state, since I've been covering recruiting starting back in 2004, the one major metro area of the state that I've always kind of used as a barometer uh, is Houston. Because Dallas is kind of its own deal. It's kind of always been a, a Texas-Oklahoma territory and but East Texas and you know, Austin, San Antonio, even Super Syntex, it's always kind of been its own deal. But I've always looked at Houston. There was a time when I was in my formative years where Houston was kind of more of a – and gone to the, to the Gulf Coast was kind of more of a Texas A&M territory. I think once, you know, that Vince Young recruiting class in 2002 for a long time, Texas became kind of a, a – Houston, excuse me, became kind of a Texas territory. I don't know if last time you guys were spending time in Houston – Houston's not a Texas territory. It's not an AM territory. Houston is an SEC city now. I mean, you, you've got Alabama fans and LSU fans and just kind of those conglomerate of fan bases. Uh, Houston is an SEC city. And I think at this point, just speaking, listening, and I'm not saying recruiting is driving this, but let's not say ourselves, it is a big part of it. Uh, you've got kids now that if you're juniors and seniors in high school, you don't really remember the last time Texas was good. And in your lifetime, the SEC brand has been as big or bigger than anything in college football. So I think you take all those, all those into consideration, Ward, I guess the long way around to answer the question, I think Texas looks at adding, throwing their brand and with the SEC brand, 
you've got something at that point that is just the unquestioned top of the food chain in college athletics, specifically in football. Jeff, if this happens, uh, Texas and Oklahoma make the departure, what uh, what remains of the Big 12? What happens with the league? That's kind of the $64,000 question right now, Tom. I, you know, it's interesting as, you know, we started breaking this down and kind of going, kind of working backwards, figuring out, okay, how did we get to this point? Uh, one scenario that was thrown out there was, you know, it sounds like there was at least – a conversation at some point or a mention that, hey, do the Big 12 and the SEC need to work on, you know, some kind of merger uh, to kind of benefit everybody at the end of the day? Uh, I don't know that that happens at this point. I think it's more likely that the two go instead of some kind of conference merger. But uh, I'll tell you what the, the interesting part of it, Tom, as far as now, this stuff is fluid and it could change in the next 15 minutes for all I know. <laughs> I do think right now, as we sit here right now, Texas and Oklahoma aren't looking to leave tomorrow. You know, I do think they kind of want to, at least the plan was, give everybody a heads up and kind of help your conference brethren out a little bit and let them decide, you know, does everybody kind of go their own separate ways and fend for themselves? Do you look at expansion? Um, so I, I think at the end of the day, kind of timing is going to be a really big part of this. And then the other thing is, and I think if you're in, in a power broker, if you're, you know, in, in an, on the administrative level at, at, at a Baylor, at a TCU, at an Oklahoma State, I think you've really got to look at your conference leadership and decide, you know, does the leadership of this conference, do they have the stomach to go through a legitimate round of realignment and whether it's going to be American or whatever and, and trying to add, you know, two to four teams, whatever that number is, to, to put this conference in as strong of a position as it can be, or if you're TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, the Kansas schools, Iowa State, West Virginia, do you just throw your hands up and say, to heck with it, uh, it we've got X number of months before this conference dissolves and these TV rights go away. Uh, we're just going to kind of do our own thing. So I think once once those conversations start happening, Tom, I think, I think whenever Texas and, and Oklahoma do let the conference know, hey, once this grant of rights expires, once the current TV deals expire, we're out of here. Whenever that happens, I think then, you know, it's, it's, the onus is going to be on those other schools to determine, A, does your conference leadership have the stomach to expand or and, and go through this process, or B, do you, just, do you just need to go out on your own? My advice to the leadership of the other Big 12 schools, I, I, w- I wouldn't wait on the league because this league has shown it's not going to be proactive on much of anything. I would kind of be trying to find any life preserver I could at this point. Jeff, I appreciate the time. I know you're busy, and I know you're trying to get moved. And, but uh, we knew that you'd have your your thumb on this thing, and we wanted to get uh, your input, and we appreciate your time today. Yeah, I'll say this too, Tom, in parting. You know, it, it, it does look like if this conference goes away, uh, you know, for me as a, a child who followed the Southwest Conference in its dying days, it's kind of a sad note for me to look at it and say there's not going to be a, a major conference, a major conference in college football or, or, or men's basketball or any sport that's going to have kind of a home base in the state of Texas. And Ward, going back to your question earlier, that to me is the bigger thing for Texas is you're kind of losing that grip on it where you've got the conference office in Dallas, you are at the top of the food chain. And not to say that you won't be near the top in the SEC, but it wouldn't be like it is in the Big 12. And with the conference going away, the fact that you won't have 
a league that is synonymous and has a strong tie to the state of Texas, uh, that part of it does make me a little bit sad. Absolutely. Hey, appreciate the time today. We'll talk to you soon, Jeff. Thanks. Have a good day. That is Jeff Howe from 247 Sports and 1049 The the Horn FM. And he uh, does a talk show uh, every day with Craig Way. It's uh, 18 after 5, 518. And that's a, that's a great point. I mean, it, it, look what it, when TCU, when the Southwest Conference broke up in TCU, uh, what did they, I think their first step was out to the WAC. Uh, I, I don't know it, if it was the American Athletic Conference or the WAC. It which was one the WAC. came first? I and, think it was the and, WAC. You know, but they they bounced around a couple of different conferences before it just they made their way right. to the Big Twelve. It didn't feel right. You know what I mean? No. They they were out there in in, in Rice at Houston. Now it, it just it wouldn't feel right. It, it, it but. That's kind of where we are right now, but we'll find out. I mean, this may be a big to-do about nothing, or it may be hot and heavy. You just don't know. All right, to 519, we are running way late. We're going to get to the uh, to the Cowboy Report, and then when we come back, we're going to talk with Stephen Simcox. We'll do that next year on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. First-round draft pick Michael Parsons steps onto the field in Oxnard for his first training camp practice. You'll hear from the rookie linebacker after this. This year, we can all agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support students with scholarships and educational programming, honoring outstanding teachers with classroom grants, and providing utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy. Reliant. Proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Remember how nervous and excited you were for your first day of work? That's what it must be like here in Oxnard today for first-round draft pick Micah Parsons. The linebacker from Penn State is one of 25 Cowboys rookies taking part in their first NFL training camp practice today in Oxnard. Parsons has been on a crash course since April, learning every role in his position group. Multiple new positions has been pretty hectic for me, but I've got time to make mistakes early on, but you know everything got to get cleaned up pretty soon here. That's why they brought me here to play safe. Sam, middle, and Will, so I've been learning them all right now. The way defensive coordinator Dan Quinn integrates Parsons into a linebacker rotation that already includes Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch will be one of the most watched storylines of camp. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. At the Goodfeet store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walk all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Goodfeet store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Goodfeet store today. Your good life starts with Goodfeet. Stop by today at the Goodfeet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. USA is 2-0 in the Olympic Games opening round of softball, beating Canada 1-0 last night. The games continue today with rowing and archery getting underway, along with softball and soccer continuing. Dallas Cowboys will open training camp under stricter COVID-19 protocols because they did not reach the 85% vaccine threshold. But owner and general manager Jerry Jones said he does not believe it will impact the players' preparedness for the regular season. Astros lost to the Indians 5-4 last night and have the day off before they start a series at home with the Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their ninth in a row as the Tigers beat them in an afternoon game today, 7-5. Rangers start a three-game series with the Astros tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 5:24, 24 after five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Aaron, EP, the gang's all here. Speaking of the gang's all here, our good buddy, our friend, our pal, Stephen Sipcox joins us. Stephen, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Hey, Tom. How's it going? We're good. First of all, Ward and I, and we want to know, how's the new gig? Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, it's going pretty well. Still in, you know, mostly the training phase. So pretty crazy to go from a job where I felt like I knew what I was doing to a job where I don't have a great stance on that yet. But um, it's been good. Um, you know, sometimes I share my sports opinions in the office, but it's nice to do it on the radio again today. Locked on Frogs podcast. I'm sure you're talking about the uh, the the Big Twelve Conference and and where the Big Twelve Conference is uh, today. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's going into a crater in the ground right now. So we'll, you know, we'll see what uh, happens when the dust settles. But um, it's just a fascinating story. I mean, I was really blindsided by this idea, by the fact that OU and Texas were trying to leave. Um, I'm amazed that it got this far down the tracks without somebody leaking it. And it looks like without Texas A&M kind of trying to put a stop to this, um, we wouldn't know until it was actually happening. But 
the Big 12 appears to be in deep trouble. Um, I'm seeing multiple people report right now that this call that the uh, movers and shakers in the league are on, Texas and Oklahoma are not a part of it. So, um, I mean, there's still some moving parts, but it definitely feels like this league is going to look much different in the coming years if, if it still exists at all. Yeah, that's my question, Stephen. Does the Big 12 just dissolve itself because it can't sustain without Texas and OU in it? Uh, now it just splinters out into different directions. I, I don't feel like that with the teams that are left, even adding some other teams in, that the Big 12 can go forward. Right, Ward. I mean, there's, there's some options, but, I mean, you look at, Okay, so if you go add some teams like SMU, Houston, Memphis, UCF, schools that have been involved in expansion talk with the Big 12 in the past, I think that would be a fun conference. I feel like it would be a competitive conference. There would be some nostalgia there because it would be somewhat similar to what the SWC was. But at the end of the day, I just don't think even with a 12-team playoff, that's a conference that makes a big imprint when we're talking about the national landscape. So I think the more likely thing is, you know, one, one aspect of this is what does college football look like? The SEC is going to 16 teams. Do the rest of the Big 12 teams try to kind of stay together and merge with, you know, the Pac-12 or the Big 10? Or do we see a scenario where everyone just sort of fends for themselves and maybe Iowa State and the Kansas schools try to go up to the Big 10? and. Uh, potentially TCU and Tech and a couple other schools try to go out west. I feel like that's probably the most likely option because, again, like you can add some some teams, you could add some schools that I think have good programs. But if if you're just creating a souped up version of the American Conference, I don't think that's going to have a huge impact when we're talking about uh, you know the, the national championship discussion and. If you're in a Power Five, at least that's something you can kind of hang your hat on right now. You know, we were we were kind of joking yesterday, Stephen, that uh, you know you could take the remaining teams in the Lone Star State that are Division One schools, and if you stop and thought about it, you'd have the Dallas Fort Worth television market, you'd have the Houston television market, the San Antonio TV market, and El Paso TV market. Could you do something like that and form a a Lone Star League, if you will? You could, and I mean, again, it's a fun idea. Uh, I think there would be people that would love that. It's just, you know, UTEP, North Texas, there's a lot of schools in that, uh, that would fall in that camp that just they have to invest more resources in football. You know, they have to get better if you're going to make any sort of, um, if you're going to have any sort of stake in the national conversation. Now, if your goal is just to have, like a fun competitive football conference, then I think that's a great idea. And it would help all those schools, especially those group of five schools right now with recruiting. It would help probably get donors fired up. Um, But if the question is trying to stay competitive in in this new landscape, I don't think that's the answer. But it would be a lot of fun to see all those schools competing against each other every week. Well, and you wouldn't have a bell cow in that Mm -hmm. either to where you could have, you know, that name brand that you need leading your conference. No, you wouldn't. Uh, and, and to me, that's one of the fascinating thing about expansion for the SEC. I mean, I know we've heard that A&M's not happy about this. Missouri is also a, a school that could potentially vote no. And I would think when it comes down to it, guys, I mean, there's other schools in the SEC, like Arkansas, 
like Ole Miss and Mississippi State, that if we're just talking about purely football, like why would they vote yes? I mean, those are schools that recruit in Texas. You know, one of the few advantages they have over those name brand schools that are in the Big 12 is Hayward hey, in the SEC. This is the premier conference. This is the place to be. And to give that up and to kind of water down and make um, recruiting and just getting wins even harder, that doesn't seem like it's in their best interest. But, again, a lot of this is about, you know, money and power and just kind of flexing your muscles. So if that's the case, then I can see them saying, yeah, let's have these schools. But there's a lot of schools in the SEC that just at face value, I don't really see how this benefits them other than the potential of an a insanely high, you know, TV contract. And, of course, we know that money is ultimately sort of what's driving this shit. Stephen, were you uh, a little surprised when you uh, when you saw the uh, Alabama quarterback who has not been named the starter, by the way, and hasn't started a game, that uh, his 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 close to potential earnings is going to be around a million bucks? I was fascinated by that. The thing that surprised me, Tom, is that we hadn't really heard about it. It's not. I mean, it's shocking in that that's obviously the biggest type of deal that we've seen so far. But, I mean, that's the advantage Alabama has. And I think also, you know, that's something that Texas and OU were looking at, too. Like, the SEC, with all the advantages they have already in this new marketplace where guys can benefit off their name, image, and likeness, the, the passion that those fans have, the passion that those donors have, the way they're able to sort of swing around and throw money around, um, it's going to be hard to compete with. So... If you make that move, maybe that gets people interested and sponsor new student-athletes. But, yeah, Bryce Young, it, it's a, a really curious case study because that's, that's a lot of money, and that's a lot of pressure on him, too. Um, there's enough pressure as is being the Alabama quarterback, but if you're suddenly the guy that's making close to a million dollars playing college football, then I think the scrutiny just goes up to a level that we've never seen before. Yeah, you better be good, huh? <laughs> right now, I mean, yeah, you, you have to deliver. And there's plenty of things in place for him that will allow him to be good. But for a long time, Alabama won games with kind of, you know, game manager quarterbacks. Recently, though, it's been guys that can really sling the rock around. And Bryce Young's going to have to be the next uh, cog in that machine to make it work, or the, the heat's going to get turned up in a hurry. What did you think about the NBA Finals with the Bucks getting their first championship in over 50 years? I was shocked. I mean, I'm really happy for Giannis. He's an amazing story. Uh, and, and that Bucks team is fun. The Suns, you know, I feel for Chris Paul. It's, it's another playoff disappointment. But just, that was an all-time run from, uh, from Giannis Antetokounmpo. He had 50 points in that, in that game six clincher. He had two other games where he scored 40-plus. He had a game-deciding block. I believe that was in game four. Uh, just so many big moments from him. And he really did it without another superstar on that team. Chris Middleton's a good player. Drew Holiday's a good player. But he was the one true star on that roster, and he got it done. Uh, I'm interested to see when we look back at this season award, kind of how we'll think about it, because Phoenix and Milwaukee, it was both surprising that they got there. I, I do feel like they benefited from the teams that went far in the bubble, had essentially been playing for a full calendar year, so the Lakers were really banged up. But at the same time, it's super impressive what they did. I'm happy for Giannis, a guy that stuck around, and he didn't – I mean, he did it the old school way. Like, he didn't go and join another team. 
He stayed in Milwaukee. He stayed in the small market. He trusted that they could find a way to get it done, and they did. And now he's won a title, and I think elevated himself to uh, you know a status where if he can keep doing that, he's going to be considered one of the best to ever do it. Does Chris Paul opt out, and is he going to maybe look at? Because I saw where Magic Johnson said, "Hey, he needs to call LeBron James right now." Do you think that that's a possibility that he opts out of Phoenix and and looks around what's out there? He'll definitely opt out. I don't know about his interest in going elsewhere. Uh, the Lakers is always a, a fun idea, and I, I don't put that past them going and signing Chris Paul. The other part of that, though, what I feel like is what, what does Phoenix want to do? Because if you sign Chris Paul, as great as he was this year, he sort of faded down the stretch, and he's been injury prone in the past. That's a big commitment. I mean, you're probably talking close to $100 million over three years. So it's a tough decision because, on one hand, you say, well, it would be stupid to let him walk. I mean, look what he was able to do coming in and leading this team. But also, if he starts to, if the health starts to go downhill or the consistency is just not there, then you're kind of saddled with his contract for a long time. I think when it comes down to it, Monty Williams loves him. Uh, he really seemed to get a renewed energy playing with that team. I feel like he's back in Phoenix. But I think it's a big decision for both those parties because if you're the Suns, I don't feel like it's as easy as just opening up the checkbook and saying, hey, yeah, we want you here for the next couple of years. Steven, thanks, man. It, uh, it's fun, and uh, we're glad to, to hear you again and want to keep you around telling us because uh, you got all the insight. We, 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 like, to, we like to hang out with you and, and follow, follow what's going on. But uh, tell us a little bit about what to, you got on your, uh, on your podcast. Sure thing. It's uh, Locked on Horn Frogs. Uh, you can catch it wherever podcasts are, and it's a daily podcast about TCU. But we also take the Big 12, and obviously the discussion right now is dominated by this realignment madness. So we'll be covering that uh, tomorrow and then all of next week. And, yeah, Tom, Ward, thank you guys. Appreciate it. It was, it was good talking this afternoon. Hey, by the way, how's the little one? He's good. Turned a month old uh, last week. And, yeah, he's doing well, sleeping and eating. So that's uh, that's kind of a newborn itinerary. That's also for an old person. That's you know like us. We kind of like that too, sleeping and eating. Hey, uh, Stephen, yep. thanks. Uh, be careful. We we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thanks, guys. See you later. It's Stephen Simcox uh, with us. And uh, uh, Wardy does a good job with those podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in in really, it's a good listen. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly is. All right, it is a five thirty six. We're going to tell you a little bit about what's going on over at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. They're at five twenty three Precision Drive. Say, if you're a got a big got a big barbecue coming up, or uh, you, you got a big cookout coming up, roast steaks, ground beef, sausages, they've got it at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Restaurant quality steaks, award winning beef brisket, mouth watering uh, short ribs, and they've got those hard to find large beef ribs. I love beef ribs. In fact, I think I like beef ribs more than I do uh, uh, pork ribs. And man, they are outstanding. They've also got uh, ham and spices and seasonings. And when we say sausage, they've got sausage. How about Cajun sausage? How about uh, how about uh, Czech sausage, Polish sausage, German sausage, which is uh, my favorite, by the way. Italian sausage, breakfast sausage. They've got chorizo. They've got it all right there. And if you want a special cut of meat, all you got to do is call Mike and say, hey, Mike, I want this done, and I want it this thick, and I want this many of them, and and, and can you hook me up? And he'll take care of you, and the next day you just go by there and pick them up. That's exactly what I've done. And, you know, I've I've got uh, a few left, and and, uh, I had a, a tenderloin done. I said, hey, cut up this tenderloin. 
and uh, and here's what I want. Here's I'm looking for you know the you know these steaks and and uh, he's man they're terrific. Then he vacuum packed them, you know, and uh, they're they're in the freezer right now. I've got a few left, and when we're done, we'll get some more. I promise. Uh, good stuff. So check out Mike and the gang. They're at 523 Precision Drive, and uh, here's where you can you want to check out what they've got. Go to their website. It's Holy Smoked Sausage.com. Holy Smoked Sausage. You're going, well, that's an interesting name. What's well, a family name? Holy's a family name, so they've got smoked sausage, so it's Holy Smoked Sausage. So there you go. Now we've answered that story for you, or that question for you. Waco Beef and Pork Processors, and they're uh, again, they're at 523 Precision Drive. John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 Football Previews, presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Roman, and Mike McKenzie, Georgia's Restaurant and Catering, and Spectrum, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for their menu. Just call Big Beat Services when electricity is on your list. Call Big Beat Services, your need is a priority. Call Big Beat Services at 254-292-8908. Your need is a priority. 292-8908. Your need is a priority. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. USA is 2 0 in the Olympic Games opening round of softball, beating Canada 1 0 last night. The games continue today with rowing and archery getting underway, along with softball and soccer continuing. Dallas Cowboys will open training camp under stricter COVID-19 protocols because they did not reach the 85% vaccine threshold. But owner and general manager Jerry Jones said he does not believe it will impact the players' preparedness for the regular season. 
Astros lost to the Indians 5-4 last night and have the day off before they start a series at home with the Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their ninth in a row as the Tigers beat them in an afternoon game today, 7-5. Rangers start a three-game series with the Astros tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five forty-two. Time for the grab bag here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, and let's see what we got here on the grab bag this afternoon as uh, we roll through a uh, a Thursday afternoon. Uh, Tokyo hit another six-month high in in new COVID nineteen cases one day before the Olympics begin. Uh, so today's new cases one thousand nine hundred and seventy-nine in the city of Tokyo. Mm. That is. Boy, that is, that is it's mean, going up quick. It is it, indeed. I mean, new cases are the highest since 2044 back in January. So uh, it is uh, it has made that turn. But it, it, it just looks like the prime minister is bound and determined that the the Olympic Games are going to move forward. So we'll see how that goes uh, over the next several days. Uh, let's see what else do we have here for you on this uh, on this. Uh, Thursday afternoon, uh, the SEC commissioner reported that the uh, six six of the league's fourteen member schools uh, have reached the eighty percent mark for vaccinations. I, I guess kids are, 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 are. It's obviously their decision and their family's decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you see where a Division two uh, conference, the SIAC, the uh, Southern Intercollegiate Athletic Conference? They're mandating it. If you're going to play, you're going to be vaccinated. Everybody. Coaches and everything. Yeah. Hey, listen. It goes further than that. Band members, cheerleaders. If you're involved in the football game, you're going to be vaccinated or you're not going to participate. Is that the way to go? To mandate it? Uh, If if you want to make sure that you get through it, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Nor do I, but I mean, for some, if they have a religious, yeah, I know, issue, I get it. They're going to be left out. They're not going to be able to play. Or, or they're. Or I think in this story, reading this story, for those who, because of that, because of a maybe a religious issue, choose not to, they're going to be tested uh, every week before they can participate. So, uh, it, we'll see how all mm. that goes. But man, or, or every time you think you can exhale. And, and you know maybe the corner's getting turned. Mm-hmm. Then here we go again. Then I mean, and, and, and here we go again. By the way, a, a high school guard, Mikey Williams, who will not be eligible for the NBA draft until twenty twenty four, has and he's still got to decide whether to go to college or, or turn pro. Uh, he be, he has more than five million followers on social media. Five million followers across multiple platforms on social media and he uh, is become he will become the first prep basketball star star to sign with a major sports rep to pursue the uh, name image and likeness endorsement deals and they're saying that this kid could make a million bucks 17 17 years old yeah, I, do. I mean it depends on the platform and everything but I mean if you have that many followers across social media you're 
it's pretty you're going to be a millionaire. So positive notes here. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays are now the Toronto Blue Jays again. They're going to play their home. They're they're somehow they've worked out a deal with Canada. Uh, to where they can go back and and play their home games uh, in Toronto. So the they 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 said good night and goodbye to Buffalo last night, and uh, they'll play their their next round of home games in Toronto. First time in a couple of seasons. So there you go. Uh, anything anything else shaking that we need to talk about before uh, before we head to the break? Mm, I think you got it covered. Olympics continue tonight. So if you're when's the ceremony? I mean, because of the, the time difference, tomorrow. is the yeah, but is is tomorrow tonight or is tomorrow tomorrow night? <laughs> I don't Come know. on, you got. We, I gotta know. I don't is know. tomorrow tomorrow or is tomorrow tonight or is tomorrow tomorrow night? It's one of the three. It could be. <laughs> All I know is right now it's six forty six in New York City. That's about as it's, far as I know. Yeah. So you you went east an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't. You, so what's it in the mountain? What's it in Colorado? Four forty-six. There you go. Three forty-six in California. I know those, yeah. but once we get, get past the coast, what's it in? What's it in Honolulu? Dad, Smarty couldn't tell you. <sighs> EP, you're a teacher. You're a smart guy. Is tomorrow tomorrow, or is tomorrow tonight, or is tomorrow tomorrow night? It's seven forty-six a.m. right now in Japan. Friday morning. So tomorrow's tomorrow night. If- no, no, no. Tomorrow's tonight. If you go west and you get to the international date line, <laughs> it's, right. to, it's tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it's tomorrow. Oh, okay. And you go back the other way. It's yesterday? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so if it's 745 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Friday morning. It's Friday morning. So, to, so tomorrow will be tonight here. So the opening ceremonies, will they be on NBC tonight? No. When will they be on NBC tomorrow. Our time. Tomorrow, our time. Tomorrow, our Saturday, time. Saturday, Japan time. Gotcha. So the opening ceremonies aren't on Friday. They are Friday, but they're Saturday. Is that what you're saying? Go to break. <laughs> I just, just want to know. I need to know when to turn the television on. 547, this is ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And, Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. Yeah, and first, uh, apparently first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. (laughs) But uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it, and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. 
TMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Last Chance Bar in Bell Mead is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music on Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell Mead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. More information and upcoming events, log on to LastChanceBarTX.com. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. All right, 551, it's not away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, I'm telling you, fast and furious today with uh, uh, a lot of friends and a lot of good stuff on the program today. Yeah, good uh, good time talking to Jeff Howell and getting to visit with Stephen Simcox and also uh, Ricky Thompson. All three of those guys join us. That's that's what I like to do is talk to those folks. Absolutely, and, uh, and we're going to – you know, I, I don't know if, if we've reached the end of the conversation for right now. We'll, we'll see about this. I just think it's such a huge story. I don't know how you guys feel. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we, may get, uh, we may get some more folks on it and continue talking about this tomorrow. Or, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of see how it goes. All right, uh, coming up in just a few minutes, John Morris will have today's uh, Big 12 preview. He'll do that for us in just a couple of seconds. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4.